Welcome to the Tandem Talk Show, where we help women dial in their nutrition and fitness so that they can lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. And now your host from Tandem Nutrition, Coach G. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Tandem Nutrition Talk Show. I'm your host, Coach G, and this is episode seven of the talk show. And in today's special episode, we're going to be talking about the best foods you need to be eating for sustainable fat loss. I'm really, really excited about this episode, so you want to make sure you stick around towards the end, especially as we have a live Q&A for our live listeners in our Facebook group. Now, if you're not yet a member in our private Facebook group, uh, be sure to go to tandemnutrition.com slash Facebook to get free instant access uh, to this group, which has a a lot of um, helpful resources, live trainings, just like this one on a weekly basis. And just an awesome group of women supporting each other as they all uh, encourage and motivate each other towards the goals they have. Now, you're likely here um, because you're wanting to lose fat, tone up, and make bigger changes faster in your mindset, health, and physique. And if you're new here to the Tandem Talk Show, um, I especially want to welcome you. I'm so glad and honored that you joined me this evening. Uh, and I'm super excited that you're here. This podcast exists to help women unbreak their chains from restrictive eating and emotional dieting and to ultimately help them achieve their goals by teaching them how to lose fat in a healthy, sustainable way. So again, I'm super excited you're here. Uh, Just like all our episodes, I want to start off first by going over a few big wins in our group uh, from our Tone Up clients. So uh, first off, Coach Boston had a couple big wins from his clients. Uh, His client, Cassie Francis, she's already down four pounds in her first week of her Tone Up VIP program. Um, also, big news, uh, our client from Canada, Jen, she's a down She's down 24 pounds in 24 weeks. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for uh, an upcoming podcast episode with, uh, with Jen in Boston. Really excited for her to share her progress and the process she took to achieve her goals with everyone uh, here in the group. And a couple of our guys are making some big changes too. Uh, Mr. Ram, he's down five pounds and over two inches in his first four weeks. And uh, Trenton Damon is down 11 pounds in just three weeks. And uh, those are also coached by Coach Boston himself as well. <clears throat> now, big welcome to uh, Shabani Tanhiha. Uh, I apologize if I did not pronounce your last name correctly. So Shabani, Kristen Ferguson, uh, Sarah Herndon, and also Scala Murphy for being our newest members in our Tone Up VIP team. So really excited to have them on board and to have them start their journeys here very, very soon with their coaches. Okay, so let's let's go ahead and get right into today's podcast. As I mentioned today, we'll be talking about the best foods you need to be eating for sustainable fat loss. But here's the deal, guys. Before we dive in, before we dive in, I want to bring awareness to the single most important rule for fat loss to happen. Okay, so the single most important rule for fat loss to happen. And what is that? It's the fact that in order to lose body fat, that you have to be in a calorie deficit. There is no other way to lose body fat, and there's no way around this simple fact. Okay. And within this topic of being in a calorie deficit to lose fat, there are a few foods or rather groups of foods that are very effective in helping you maintain that calorie deficit to help you achieve the best 
progress. So um, these foods fit into one of three broad categories. Foods that help you feel fuller longer. These are great foods because as you know, if you feel fuller longer, you won't be um, uh, you won't succumb to those feelings of hunger, which could tempt your food choices and also how much you eat as well, which could ultimately affect your progress. Also, foods that help you maintain muscle better. So throughout a diet, as you know, we just don't lose body weight. We lose body fat and muscle. The goal is not to lose muscle and only body fat. And so we're going to teach you through this episode exactly what foods to have throughout your diet and in what amounts to help you make sure you're losing body fat and not muscle mass. Lastly, um, these foods that can help you lose fat sustainably are foods that help you have an unbeatable level of consistency. Okay, so foods that help you be consistent throughout your diet. I think you'll be really surprised by um, some of the responses in this last one. So I'm really excited to go over these three in more detail with you. But before I go any further, I, I really want to talk more about a few important facts just to lay the foundation of fat loss, healthy eating, and nutrition. There's a lot of myths in the dieting industry, and there's a lot of thoughts that um, there's shortcuts or quick fixes or special foods. And so before I dive into these three food groups or types, more specifically, I just want to lay out a few simple facts. One, I just want to let you know there's no food out there that has any special fat loss advantage. So in other words, I'm stating that there's not one food out there that will directly cause you to lose weight. And same thing with diets. There's no diet out there that has any special fat loss advantage over a regular calorie deficit. What's been pretty popular in the past has been things like intermittent fasting or or keto or or Weight Watchers. And, And believe it or not, in despite its popularity, intermittent fasting does not have any special fat loss advantage over a regular balanced calorie deficit. Uh, Neither does keto. Both of those forms of diets and types of diets help you get into a calorie deficit in different ways. As you know, intermittent fasting helps to shorten your window of eating and which could help you eat less. And keto severely restricts your your carb intake. um, And in that way, it helps to helps you get into a calorie deficit. But despite it being low in carbs and high in fats, even this type of diet outside of a calorie deficit will still cause you to gain body fat. So what's most important throughout any diet is making sure you choose one that best fits your lifestyle, that best fits the foods you enjoy, and know that there's not one special diet out there or shortcut that will just magically help you achieve your goals faster than any other way. Additionally, as I mentioned, there aren't any foods that will by themselves cause you to lose weight or gain weight. And there aren't any foods that will prevent you, keep you from losing weight if you are in a calorie deficit. Okay. So it's very important to know that when it comes to fat loss, what's most important is being in a calorie deficit. Okay, so that's the number one rule. If there is one thing that you take away from today's podcast, it is that in order to lose body fat, that you must be in a calorie deficit. And if you want to hear more about you know, how many calories that you need to be eating for fat loss, comment calories below. I'll create a post. I'll do a podcast on it. I want to know what you want to learn to provide you with the best education value to get the most out of these podcasts. So I look forward to hearing from you and learning more about what you want to learn to best help you with your goals. Okay. 
So that being said, and, and covering those bases, uh, what I'm going to give you now are the strategies that you need to help you maximize your food intake for faster and more, more sustainable fat loss while dieting in a calorie deficit. Okay, so the first group of foods or types of foods that help with sustainable fat loss when in a calorie deficit are those foods that help you stay fuller longer. Okay, a big broad category of these foods are foods that are high in fiber. Fiber is really important because it does help delay digestion and helps you feel fuller longer. There's bulk that provides bulk in your gut and provides a higher sensation of fullness. So some really great foods that are high in fiber are things like oats or oatmeal, apples, chia seeds, raspberries, whole grain breads, and even popcorn. So fiber is very important throughout a fat loss diet. And it has a host of health benefits too, from you know, cancer prevention and helps you manage symptoms related to other uh, GI uh, conditions. And most importantly, helps you have um, a, a higher sensation of fullness as you're working towards your fat loss goal. Because as you know, as you're working towards your fat loss goal, there's going to be a good chance you have to keep increasing calories to reach your goal. And soon enough, it's going to be pretty tough to maintain a low calorie intake. So to be sure to maximize your food volume with high volume, low calorie foods, also high in fiber is paramount to help you sustain that deficit long enough to achieve your goals. So that's number one, foods that are high in fiber are really awesome in helping you be sustainable with your fat loss goals. Now, number two, there's another group of foods that help you be sustainable towards your fat loss efforts. And those are foods that are high in protein that help you maintain your muscle mass, okay? So not only does protein help you stay full, so protein is a is one of the four macronutrients. It has four calories per gram, and it is the one macronutrient that has the highest effect on satiety. So more than carbs, more than fats, it helps you stay full or longer, but that's not the real benefit. I mean, that's one big benefit of protein, but another huge benefit is that it's the only macronutrient that can directly help you spare muscle mass, helps you maintain muscle better, and even grow muscle. And the reason why I bring this up is because muscle is very important for metabolism. In fact, there's a direct correlation between muscle mass and our metabolism. In fact, one of the biggest reasons why our metabolisms decrease as we age is because the level or amount of muscle mass we have declines as we get older. For example, studies show that our metabolic rate will decrease roughly 10% for every decade after age 20. Um, so between 20 and 60, you'll be dropping 600 calories per day because of the decline of muscle mass. And that muscle primarily is affected because just a lack of activity. You know, when I was 20 years old, um, I let's say I could squat maybe 300 pounds for like maybe 10 reps. So when I was 20 years old, I could squat 300 pounds for 10 reps. Now, when I'm 30, I can probably do like 300 pounds for eight reps. So there, there's a decrease in intensity and also a decrease in volume. And over time, as my body's not able to handle those higher types of loads over and over again, my body will adjust to the amount of stimulus I'm giving it. And therefore, muscle mass will decrease over time. It's inevitable, but there are some ways that we can do to mitigate that, to lessen the impact. One is by making sure we're hitting our protein needs every day. If you're, if you're new here, a good general guideline for protein 
is to have roughly between 0.7 to around one gram of protein per pound of your body weight. So for example, if, if you weigh 130 pounds, um, a good example would be for one gram per pound is roughly 130, gram, 30, 130 grams of protein per day. Now, if you realize you're eating a lot less than that, that's okay. In fact, we have a lot of clients who come to us who eat significantly less protein each day. Um, and that's okay. Like, and that's actually a, a pretty interesting thing because we notice that women who come to us who have lower protein intakes, they have some of the best transformations because their body is not used to protein or that much protein when combined with weight training. And so if your protein intake is a little lower and you can always track that by you know, creating an account in MyFitnessPal and logging your food for a, a day or three and getting a good average. And so trying to stick around 0.7 to one gram per pound can really help you maximize your rate of muscle retention, help you stay fuller, and helps to prevent the age-related decline in metabolism. So protein is so very important when it comes to fat loss and not only fat loss, but sustainable fat loss throughout your diet. Now, the third group of foods that will help you be effective in sustaining a diet a fat loss diet are foods that are high in volume, but also low in calories. So foods that, that provides uh, uh, quite a bit of volume, but very low calories. And I'm going to list off a few right here. These are some lifesavers for me. When I diet, um, I dieted last year for a few months. My calories got, you know, you know pretty low and uh, I had to maintain that for, uh, for some photos. And so I relied heavily on some of these foods I'm about to tell you right now. Um, Broccoli was a huge one. I love lettuce too. In fact, one of my favorite meals to make, now you, you may find this weird, but one of my favorite meals to make when I'm dieting is I get a big old bowl, um, like almost like a, it's like a Tupperware bowl. And I will literally put like probably a third of a head of lettuce, like chopped up with, don't laugh at me, but like some like rice cakes in there too, like plain rice cakes. Or if I wanted some like flavor, I would do like the, the cheese rice cakes um, because they're like, the plain rice cakes are seven grams of carbs per rice cake, which is like nothing. And that's a lot of volume for just seven grams of carbs and like seven times at least like 40 calories, something super low like that. And so I would create this high volume meal. And I'd also add some lean meats like protein, like maybe some chicken and a little bit of barbecue sauce because I love, love, love barbecue sauce. I eat barbecue sauce every single day. So that's a meal I'd have for like lunch. And so that would allow me to get a lot of nutrients, a lot of volume for very few calories. Again, all I had was lettuce. I had you know, rice cakes and with some protein. And that, that gave me a lot of fullness for quite some time. So um, even vegetables like cauliflower, mushrooms are great. Cucumbers, pickles, strawberries, watermelon. Watermelon is super high in water. So it'll help you stay full as well. Uh, believe it or not, um, potatoes actually are a good fit here as well. Many people think potatoes are, are bad, but believe it or not, potatoes are a superfood. Um, they are very high in a lot of nutrients like iron and, and, and potassium. Uh, they even have some, some protein. Uh, so a lot of different vitamins and minerals, and best of all, they provide a lot of satiation as well. So they help you stay full longer. Uh, another trick too when it comes to dieting and helping you sustain a sustainable fat loss diet is making sure that you're having whole foods and not liquid meals. And so when it comes to dieting, we know that feeling full, well, hitting our calorie goals, hitting our protein goal and feeling adequate with this, like good with this is the main goal. Because if we're feeling good, if we're not feeling hungry, 
our energy levels up because we're eating a lot of nutrient foods, the more likely we're going to sustain and maintain the progress that we make. And so when it comes down to dieting for fat loss, we want to make sure that we are eating, like chewing, and not just drinking our calories. As you can probably imagine, the satiety effect of liquid meals would not last very long, and it wouldn't provide uh, as much feeling of fullness compared to eating a whole foods meal. So again, that's number three. Now, the very last one I want to add in here, which I think is so important for sustainable fat loss that I think is most often overlooked and possibly avoided because of some irrational myths is that some of the foods that are best for sustainable fat loss, believe it or not, are foods that you actually enjoy. Let me repeat that. Some foods that are great to have in your fat loss diet that will help you sustain your diet and maintain it long enough for you to achieve and then maintain your goals are foods that you enjoy. So let's just picture this. Let's say that you're given the the declared best diet in the world, okay? The best diet in the world, but it had foods that you did not like, like foods that you just had no taste for. And so my question to you would be, despite this being the best diet in the world, is this the best diet for you? Like, can you sustain that? You enjoy that. And if those questions are no, whether you're doing it right now or later, I really encourage you to maybe try other things. Look at other ways to incorporate your favorite foods within your calorie deficit. Now, as I mentioned, there's no special foods for fat loss. There's no special diets for fat loss. What's most important is making sure to maintain your protein-focused calorie deficit while enjoying your favorite foods. Like for me, every time I diet, and even now, I'm enjoying pancakes throughout the week uh, and almost every day too. So it's something I look forward to to help be comfortable and consistent with the diet I have. We know from a fact that what's most important is adherence and consistency. So if you're on a diet and you enjoy it, you're most likely, you're going to stick to it. And when you stick to something long enough with patience and practice, you're going to get some amazing results. So I encourage you that right now, if you're trying to lose weight, I'd encourage you to start adding in your favorite foods within the calorie goal that you're recommended or, or given. And Another big reason why this is important is because let's say that you start this diet and it says you can't have like beer or let's say your favorite food, your favorite foods or pancakes. It says you can't have beer or wine or pancakes um, throughout your diet. Well, let's say you lose 50 pounds. Well, by the end of that 50 pounds, do you think that you'd feel comfortable having pancakes and like wine? Probably not because that hasn't been part of your plan the whole entire time. And you would see those foods as foods that are bad. And we just know there's not any good foods or bad foods. There's nutrient dense and there's foods that lack nutrients. And it's important to have a variety of, of all these foods. In fact, with our clients personally, what we recommend is having 80% of their calories come from nutrient dense foods. Foods like whole grains, lean proteins, fruits and veggies, healthy fats. And if there's some foods that they want to have, like pancakes or wine or, I don't know, cake. <laughs> Trying to think another word besides pancakes or cake. How about like, I was going to say cheesecake, but that has taken it too. Any foods you want, um, that allows them to enjoy that. If they're not feeling restricted because we do that when you restrict something, that persists. And we don't want that to persist because 
when that comes back, it can come back with a lot of action and tear and just make it, make it tough for you to be consistent. And so again, what's most important is having those foods throughout your diet so that when you lose 50 pounds, you feel more comfortable, you feel more comfortable having those foods within your eating plan, knowing that they can help you lose body fat as you maintain a calorie deficit. So guys, if you enjoy this episode tonight, um, comment diet below. And I'd love to know any ideas you have for some future podcast episodes. I know in the future we'll be having some of our uh, our, our other VIP members coming on board to, to podcast with me, share their experiences about their programs, what works best for them, the results. And if you guys have any questions or comments, please reach out, comment below. And I'd love to answer any questions you have as it relates to fat loss, building muscle mass, toning up, or just achieving your best self. So guys, thank you for being here today. I really appreciate it. I will see you next Tuesday for a brand new episode of the Tina Talk Show. And I hope you found this this episode of the best foods to eat for sustainable fat loss helpful. Because as you know, what's most important for fat loss is maintaining a calorie deficit. That's number one. But also making sure you're choosing foods high in protein, foods that help fill you up with fiber, foods that you enjoy, and also foods that provide a lot of volume with your calories. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next Tuesday. God bless. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tandem Talk Show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.